0: What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi and welcome, with a special shout out to anyone listening for the first time or for the first time in a long time. It's great to have you here. I'm Kate, your host and author of the book, How to Be a Better Person. This week on the podcast, we're talking about how not to burn out when you're working from home. Since so many of us have been working out of our abodes for over a year now, it could be getting pretty old. Also, working from home requires many different skills from working in an office. And just like any muscle that you use consistently over the long term, those skills can get fatigued. Of course, we've had some time to acclimate by now. Many of us in the U.S. are vaccinated, and you may either be back at work or you can see the day coming when you will be going to the office again. But actually, this is when burnout is most likely to kick in because the adrenaline and the urgency has worn off. A lot of times it's when the immediate danger has passed that you allow yourself to notice just how freaking worn out you are. And it's like when you were a student and you would invariably come down with something over the holidays because the stress of exams and the end of the semester were finally over. And if you're a mom home with kids, your burnout is potentially at a whole other level after being your kid's teacher, therapist, cruise director, best friend, playmate. I just want to say, I see you. I honor you. Today's episode is especially for you. Today's big idea is that trying to work from home while your kids are also home is essentially a recipe for burnout, particularly emotional burnout. And when you're in that emotionally fried state, it's easy to feel like you hate your family a little bit. Personally, I feel like 2020 may have taken a few years off my life because I had a ton of work and I was behind on all of it because my mental capacity was completely reduced by the stress and fear. Of living through an unprecedented pandemic. I felt like I was constantly holding a mental burlap sack filled with projects that never ever got lighter. On top of this, my kids needed help with their schoolwork, whether that was help with Zoom or figuring out what their assignments were, and they were having their own mental health struggles. And there were just so many dishes and messes all over the house. And the way our house is set up, my husband was working out of the electrical room in the basement, which, to be honest, is totally gross. (laughs) And my desk is set up in an alcove of the living room, which means I am out in the middle of everything, and he is hidden away. Now, I wouldn't want to trade places with him, necessarily, but it meant that I was the one fielding all of the kids' requests, simply because I was there, in the open, and he was hidden away. There were definitely times where just hearing the word mom made me seethe and times I wanted to just wring my husband's neck like Homer Simpson does to Bart because no one was interrupting his work when they needed help. One morning, it got to the point where I was flipping him off with both hands, moving my hands up and down (laughs) like this. You can't see me, but I'm doing it right now for about 20 seconds straight, which is pretty long to flip somebody off. And I was saying, oh, what would you know about the stress of COVID when you're in your hidey hole by yourself, getting your crap done while I'm up here teaching math and having therapy sessions and never being able to finish anything? It was a very needed moment of catharsis. And luckily, we have found a way to express anger in ways where we can still be laughing. And he had the good sense and good humor to be laughing at me. And I still had the peace of mind where I could admit that it was being a little ridiculous. But also, be careful what you wish for, because then he started working at the dining table, which is good for kid coverage, but not so great for me being able to go into the zone and focus. My point is, it's hard. And here's the thing about having moments of hating your family. It's an emotional roller coaster of feeling just so done and irritated, followed immediately by feeling guilty that you felt that way about your family, and then trying to make it up to them, and then realizing that, oh, crap, I got to get back to work. Because it's taken so long and you're exhausted. If this has been happening to you, it's natural. It's human. It doesn't mean you're a bad person, but it's also really tiring and definitely contributing to your feeling burned out. Three things I have found hugely helpful are to create space, to lower the bar. And to find a way to make it clear that you are not available in that moment, even though you might be sitting there, right in front of everybody, unless someone is bleeding or the house is on fire. So in regards to space, I mean this both literally and metaphorically. You want to set things up so that everyone has at least their own place to be, even if it's all in the same room. In our house, we all found a different spot in the living room so we could be together, but also apart. And trust me, our house is not large. Because I found if the kids were on their own in their rooms, they were watching Netflix and not doing any schoolwork. So my son sat at the dining table, I sat at my desk, and my daughter sat on the floor at the coffee table. And then I tried to make that physical space more chill, creating a little mental space, if you will, by playing lo-fi music, which I didn't even know was a thing, quite frankly, my kids told me about it, and running an essential oil diffuser. There were times when I would look around and think, it's like I've started a co-working space with my children. This is groovy. Lowering the bar may be more difficult because probably part of the reason you're having momentary flashes of hate for your family and feeling burned out is that you want things to be going better than they are. You care and you're trying so hard, which is honorable, but at a certain point becomes unhelpful. No one can do this for you, but you've got to accept that you can't do all the things well. So you've got to stop expecting that you can or that you will. Your kids may not get the grades you think they should be getting. You may not be turning in work that is as high caliber as you would like it to be. It's okay, especially after a pandemic that has taught us the value of health Doing everything great is not worth the toll it takes on your stress and your physical and your mental health. Your value is not dependent on how much good work get done. I know most of us think that it is. My ego tries to tell me that it's true, but that is the internalization of capitalism and a culture that prizes productivity. And finally, Find some way to make it clear to your family when you absolutely must work and can't be disturbed unless something very, very major is going down. If you have an office with a door, you can hang a sign on it or put a scarf on your doorknob. I do not have an office with a door, so I will put on headphones, even if I'm not listening to anything, to show that my attention is elsewhere. Maybe it's a hat that you put on. I would often find myself saying to the kids, pretend I'm in a bubble because I really have to work right now. And that worked a little. (laughs) You know, I know it feels like it's forever, but honestly, this time of everyone being at home all day is a blip. Someday it will feel very far away and you will feel nostalgic for it. You will realize that you learned so much. You will realize that you loved so hard. You will realize that you impressed yourself even, even now when you feel like you're not getting things right. You will also likely have some pride at having lived through it, of having survived. The moments of intense feelings like hatred will recede. I just want to read you this quote before I end that I saw in the New York Times Sunday paper a few weeks ago. It was all these different quotes from moms about what their experience during the pandemic was like. And this one is from a woman named Jessica Berta from Milwaukee. And she said, the pandemic has forced me into the present. It's the meditation I never wanted, but have come to appreciate. That said, last week, I kicked a hole in the bathroom door. (laughs) So if you've been feeling a little hate for your family, I just want you to know you're in really good company. Your tiny assignment is to sit for five minutes and think of one thing you can do to make your home family life a little better. Is it figuring out a clear way to show that you aren't available for talking to right then? Or is it finding a lo-fi playlist so that you can put it on to set the mood tomorrow? Or can you really take on this idea that being basically okay is all you need to aim for and lower your bar a bit? Just pick one thing you're going to try and see what kind of a shift that makes. I know you love those people who are driving you so nuts right now, even when you kind of hate them. So do what you can to take care of you so that you've got more space for love than for hate.